Welcome to a brand new episode of the Soul Blazers podcast. Co-hosts Amanda Ware, our Christmas queen and founder of Hello Holidays, and Dr. Kara Osborne, our multi-venture guru, are ready to sit down and share their stories, insights, and wisdom to inspire aspiring trailblazers like you who are gearing up to start your own business, seeking personal growth, or looking for that spark to set your soul ablaze. In entrepreneurial world, it's really hard to go out and take that leap of faith of starting your own business. What would you tell someone who wants to be an entrepreneur but doesn't feel like they have the tools yet to become one when they're looking for a job or if they are working, what would be the advice you would give someone to make their time meaningful if they're not ready to plunge into starting their own business? Um, I tell kids all the time in my classes that uh, it's great to take jobs even somewhat externally perceived as not very important jobs like as a server or as a barista at Starbucks or whatever. As long as you have an intention around what you want to learn while you're there. So what are you learning from that? And it's fine if it's just... I need to make some money so I don't have to be worried about making rent. Like, that's totally fine. That's an absolute reasonable pursuit. You have to, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? You have to feel like your basic survival is covered in order to be able to think of these higher order things. But if you have an option and you have a choice between several jobs and say they're all going to have similar salary range, which one is going to teach you something you don't already know? And it's time to leave when you're not learning anything. When you're just showing up and doing the same thing every day, if your ultimate goal is to go out and start something and there's nothing in your current position that is helping you toward that goal, it's time to leave and do something else. Even if What if you have a best friend there that's going to be so sad if you leave? <laughs> so that's something that somebody who's much more social than me would say because... <laughs> If they're your best friend, they're going to be your best friend regardless of whether you work there or not. And I get it, like proximity and you're having a good time. And listen, who knows? I'm not here to make that decision for somebody or judge somebody's decision. But that sense of like, I can't do what I need to do to be on my path because it might not feel good for somebody else holds people back all the time. You can't let how somebody else is gonna feel about your decision drive your decision. Um, And did we talk about upper limits already? Because that's an upper limit. Yeah, I mean, I think we've talked about it a few times, but upper limit problems in its most basic form, and again, this is a concept I got from a book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, is just these sort of self-limiting concepts that we've adapted or adopted along the way that tell us like I can't do that because anything that is a limit that you self-impose so I can't do that because my girlfriend will be bummed out because she'll have to be at work by herself like that's an upper limit problem that you've created for yourself you absolutely can take a different job She'll be sad for a minute, but somebody else's feelings about your decision should not be what drives your decision. Like, you are not responsible for managing other people's feelings. You're not in control of someone else's feelings. What if there's no one else that's going to be able to do it as good as you? 
That one is a, a total trap because that is really playing on somebody's sense of like usefulness or competence. Like, well, I'm really good at it. So if you think of it as like zones of incompetence, competence, excellence, and genius, that nobody else is gonna be as good at, as me at this. Or if I don't do it, who will do it? Again, not your problem. Like, you only have so many minutes on the planet doing something that's not the highest and best use of your time because you're worried about, you know, the stability of the organization or whatever. When you limit yourself, you're limiting everything. You're limiting the organization you're with. You're Like when you're coming at it from a place of obligation and have to, that's the wrong sort of frame of mind to be in. You're not bringing your best self to work if you feel obligated to be there. If you want to be there and you're happy and you're learning and you're growing, you're going to show up with all of that spirit and energy and intention. If you feel obligated or trapped or like, well, they can't do it without me, you're going to bring that energy and intention. What are some jobs that you think are great for background for being an entrepreneur? Or what are some jobs where you're like, this is a good job where you can make bang for your buck and it can prepare you for entrepreneurship? Or what, are, what would you say to someone who's looking to change careers, wants to entrepreneurship, but needs to get a job that maybe helps them move to that next step? I think there's a lot of um, sort of remote work options right now for specific skills. So like if you know how to do CAD drawings or you're great at PowerPoint or you're in Excel whiz, those sort of like piecework things that can bring in a bunch of income and it's, you know, just something that you're good at and you can do quickly and kind of earn what you need to earn to cover your expenses. I would say one option is do those things because they're easy for you to free up your time and energy to be creative. That's one path. Another path is taking a job like being a server or a bartender where you're learning how to interact with lots of different people under time pressure because learning how to not cut corners even when it's busy is a real thing. In general, I think anytime you can get exposure to multiple segments of a business, like if you can get exposure to marketing and sales and product development and maybe R&D or strategic planning, those are all things that you'll need as an entrepreneur across you know every little tiny part of starting your own thing. So the more um, core business units you can get exposed to, the better. Like go sit with the accountant. Even if it's not your job, if you have access to the people, just go make friends and sit with them and look over their shoulder and learn what they're doing. Yeah. That's good advice. In general, I think the whole, like, when's it time to make the leap? And we have, we have a friend, Hillary Lux, who's just done this, and we'll get her to be on the podcast in the next little bit. But um, she's had a day job at Fidelity and done photography in her uh, free time is sort of her side hustle and this concept of a side hustle is such a popular thing right now and like when's it time to make your side hustle your main hustle the truth is when you yourself internally are ready to do it without fear and doubt when you're ready to do it without questioning yourself and you don't know 
necessarily until you try, but whatever your own personal sort of supports are that you need to have in place to know that if it doesn't work or if it doesn't go the way you think it should, that you're not going to crumble, that you've got a support system in place and options for jobs you could take so that you can kind of give yourself a chance to go try and, you know, you don't know until you try. Yeah. It's impossible to know if it's going to succeed or fail until you give it a shot. Yeah. And you can always change your mind. You can always change your mind. This is the thing I've been saying to our kids about choosing majors in college or even choosing colleges is I think culturally there's this sense of like the college you go to determines who your friends are for the rest of your life and who your business contacts are going to be and whatever. I just disagree with that entirely. Go, if it's not working, change your mind, transfer, do something different stay out of school for a semester or two, go back when you know what you want to do. Like you always, humans, all of us, always, always, always have the option to change our minds. Unfortunately, the way things like sports and extracurriculars are set up, it's the like, well, you decided to be on the team so you can't quit. Well, that's not how real life works. If you do something and you get into it and you realize it's not working for you, absolutely quit and quit fast and move on. Don't, you know, waste your valuable time and energy and life force doing something that you hate. Yeah. It's not worth it. That's that's a good one because we do. We want our yeah. We don't want our kids to join a team because it. And if they quit, people will be fresh. You know, you feel like you're hurting a team, and really, does it's not really like that. It doesn't really matter that much. It's actually you didn't you don't want my kid on the team if they don't want to be there. Or it's totally. not totally. If they're showing up grumbly and not really putting full effort in, that's not making the team better. That's hurting the team. Yeah. Like it'd be better if they just weren't there. You know? And that's teaching your kid to put their face mask on. And even though we are putting other people, but sometimes it's okay to teach our kids to take care of themselves. It's both and, you know, yeah. you do have to consider how your actions affect other people. It's your rights stop where someone else's start. And it is important to think about how what you do is going to impact other people and not to the exclusion or detriment of how it impacts you. I think we're, especially women, are taught that it's like the pinnacle of morality to be selfless. And that's so backward. Like, what we need is for everyone to be exactly themselves and be all the way alive as exactly who you are, not I'm going to put myself aside so that I can conform to this group. Like, that's uh, a upper limit problem on a societal, national, cultural level. Oh, I struggle with that big time. I don't want to outshine anyone. I don't want anybody to think I'm taking up space that I'm not deserving to take up. And being that that's something I've really been working on personally. So. Yeah, that's a huge upper limit problem. As long as you are making yourself small for somebody else's comfort, that will necessarily limit the sort of breadth of your personal growth and development. Almost whenever we are doing that, it's kind of like telling other people, we all have to make yourself small for everybody else, too. Totally. So when I can live my best, I want everybody else to do it, too. It's an invitation. That's right. Yeah.
It's an invitation to take up space and that, to, not, that, it, yeah. That but all I, comes from like a place of scarcity, right? Like I don't want to take up too much space as if there's a finite amount of space in the world. Like if you come from a place of abundance and like there's room for everybody to shine bright. There's room for everybody to be totally. their best. It's not, oh, there's one spot for somebody to be the superstar and everybody else has to be the like, backup dancer that's not true that is absolutely not true but that is a myth that particularly women have perpetuated amongst each other of like well there's really only one girl seat at the table and if you get it then what about me and like if i'm already in it and you're trying to take my seat it's like wait wait what like a there is no table b there are infinite numbers of seats. We are all our own person, you know, dimming yourself down. Like if you come at it from the Christian perspective of like, I am the unique creation of God. Why do you think God got it right for everybody else? But he made some sort of like real mistake for you. Mm. Like, well, I can't really be what I was created to be. I gotta be like some lesser version of that. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Soul Blazers podcast. Kara and Amanda, your soul blazing big sisters, are just laying the foundation for all of the amazing things to come. If you want to stay up to date on new episodes, be notified of any discounts, or get a glimpse of what we are working on behind the scenes, go to soulblazers.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Until next time, Soul Blazers.